Live from 1640 AM Ironbound Radio in New York, New Jersey, it's Pure Gold with your host, David and Joe. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. We rock it like you're never going to see us again. Pure Gold is live down the air on 1640 AM Ironbound Radio for this Tuesday night, October 15th, 2012. 16th, you fool. Right. Welcome to the show that covers everything and anything that tells it like it is. Shut up. My name is Joe Pacino. My tag team partner and co-host that is annoying is David Gomez. <laughs> Sir, how are you? That is exactly how I feel right about now sitting next to you. And the brand new studio is here in Newark, New Jersey, 1640, as Joseph said. Ready to get another great episode of Pure Gold live and underway. Well, technically, we're already live, so it's already underway. You can check us out, folks, puregoldpg.com. Call us, as always, 714 364 4721 on our website. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And as Joe always likes to make those interesting videos, uh, check us out on YouTube. How long has it been, Joe? Almost a year since we made a video? Yeah, since Survivor Series 2011. It's coming up. We're going to have to do another one. Definitely. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, sir, what's on tap this evening? Well, sir, tonight on the program we'll be talking about pure gold, the origins, where we've been and where we've come from. From. (laughs) We'll take a call from... Angel in Woodland Park. One of our loyal listeners and, of course, uh, relative to the Pure Gold family, which we will not get into any details about that. <laughs> and we'll end the show like we always do with a Day Stinks segment, sir. Oh, of course. And speaking of They Stink, um, Angel hasn't called in yet, so he stinks. I wonder if he got the memo. I wonder if uh, if Nelson made the, the, the correct phone call that we had asked him to. Let's hope. Well, folks, uh, you know, Joe mentioned we were going to talk about the origins of the show. And, uh, you know, truthfully, we've come a long way from... Our first episode, which was the 16th of December in 2010, and Joe and I were in separate places. We were doing the show uh, out of your home. You know, well, that, that's pretty much uh, right there. And we out of your home. Yeah. Yes, Mike, that's absolutely correct. And we ended up doing that. We ended up starting the show uh, little by little. You know, we came together, always over the telephone. And, um, and we out of your home. Yeah. Out of your home. Out of your home. And, you know, we ended up going to CSB, sir, where, of course, you can take it from there. Well, you know, CSB was a short-lived, uh, I guess, fantasy, if you will, because, uh, let's face it, we can never get an exact day, exact time. The audience... Mistake! <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mike. Uh, but, uh, let's face it, CSB was just not the right fit for pure gold, so... Lo and Wait, that, what is the point? The point is then we, have, we actually went to my kitchen where we made the Woo! studio, uh, what, version 3 at that point. Uh, yeah, well, at first it was the basement. That was interesting. And then it was the uh, then it was the, the kitchen where we're, <laughs> where we're currently at now. And, of course, we... <laughs> yeah, sorry, folks, just washing my hands. Um, you know, we're doing it from there. The, the, the whole CSB thing was great. We had fun, you know, great signal, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth is that that was a bit uncomfortable because Marco got upset that we had water in the studio, which led to an actual fist fight. Uh, you know, knives that were drawn, swords, all kinds of things. Uh, the police were called in uh, Hasbro Heights, which is what 
Sorry, folks, I have chronic explosive diarrhea tonight. But aside from that, um, you know, when we had the whole Marco situation, they called the cops on us. Joe and I are no longer allowed to go to Hasbro Heights anymore. And that wonderful pizzeria we visited that one time, sir. <laughs> the one thing, though, throughout, we, uh, we've been blessed with uh, having solid guests all due to you, sir. Because of uh, your Twitter fanatical... There um... are over a thousand followers on Twitter. Can you believe it? As the police are coming after us right here. <laughs> I think they're calling the cops to come to arrest us because we're just Uh Yeah, pure crap is more like it. But yes, there are over a thousand followers on Twitter. Don't be jealous. I think you've got like, what, 120? <laughs> Something like that. I'm not a Twitter person, sir. You're not a person, sir. Right. So where's this angel from Woodland Park? I don't know. I mean, he's old. He probably forgot to take his medicine. He probably forgot to take his uh, his uh, vitamins or whatever the case is. Uh, I don't want to make a phone call live and on the air, which we probably should do to see if we can hear it. But, uh, you know, sir, here we are. We're in the lush studios in Newark here. I mean, this is like, uh, compared to where we've been, sir, this is like the Taj Mahal, let me just say. Let me give a shout out to our uh, producer, Nelson, on the other side of the glass. Nelson, keeping it real? <laughs> Always. Yeah, 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 the, the glass, the right. fake glass in between us here. Folks, uh, you know, Nelson has helped us. Uh, oh, wait, there we go, and uh, it looks like Angel is live with us, and let's see, uh, let's take a call from Angel in Woodland Park this evening. Angel, how are you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. I'm listening to you guys. Uh, you sound quite fantastic. <laughs> Were you really listening? Because you literally just called in. Well, I uh, I figured I find out what you guys are up to, so you know I could uh, see if you have any information about the Yankees. Yeah. Well, uh, I know Joe wants to step in there. Uh, Joe, take that call. This is hopefully uh, Angel, where the Yankees, um, you know, face one more game and they're eliminated. Justin Verlander's pitching tonight, so I think we're in good shape as a Detroit Tiger. Well, I I hope. Uh, what you're saying is absolutely true because I, I, I'm hoping that uh, the Yankees go down. Well, I'm not a Yankee team. fan. I've been a Mets fan for uh, when, since, since they started, you know, back in 62. So you you guys were not around. But, oh, you know. no, we, we were not. You've suffered a lot with the Mets. Now, but when you look at the Yankee team, though, I mean, Jeter's down. He He's just about the only guy hitting. Joe was telling me on the way in that Robinson Cano is about, what, 0 for 26, which is a new record for – a playoff utility, and I mean, A-Rod, they're benching him tonight. I mean, the Yankees are in trouble, and I don't think there's any way, shape, or form they come out of this alive. I think they're going to go down five games probably at the at the most. If they win one, they'll be lucky. Well, I tell you one thing. I was hoping that Baltimore would do something. Yeah, you know, I was they, too. Uh, I, I thought they, they had gave a little second. fight. They definitely gave him some fight, Angel, but... uh don't worry, the Detroit Tigers will take care of the rest of the business tonight. I'm sure that Verlander's going to strike out like 12, give up one hit, or maybe two. I think the Yankees get swept, honestly. I don't think if they lose tonight, I don't think they're going to put much of a fight tomorrow night. Hey, you, you know, what you're saying is absolutely right, but the Yankees have a way of coming back. You know, they they have that, that I don't know what it is, but it seems like, they, you know, you can't you can't count them out. You just can't count them out. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. And but I think that the Yankees have counted themselves out. Look at what Joe Girard, I was going to call him Joe Torre. Look at what Joe Torre is doing tonight. I mean, he literally is benching Alex Rodriguez, who admittedly he's not hitting. But A Rod is a great glove. They're putting Eduardo Nunez, who who is terrible defensively at shortstop. If anything, they could have moved A Rod to short, and even if he goes over five, he's not going to make ten errors like uh, Eduardo Nunez. I have Nelson over here, who's uh. You know, he's shaking his head. Obviously, doesn't know about baseball. He's, yeah. he's stick to soccer, right, pal? But anyway, so... I like, I like, I like New Year's on short. I like him. 
Nunez can't play short. He's a terrible defensive player. That's he why I like him. Play. I mean, uh, this is a pressure game, man. <laughs> so you like him because he stinks, and you want the Yankees. Hey, well, he he's got a, he's a good bat. He could hit. Yeah, well, but you know, again, if he goes, uh, if if it's a close game and he makes seven errors, <laughs> yeah, twenty-seven. That's right. That's about twenty-seven degrees outside. If you look at the at the fact that he makes three, four critical errors in tonight's game, even just one, the Yankees are going to be in trouble. And of course, we want that to happen because we hate the New York Yankees. <laughs> I see you guys are together on this, huh? Oh, of course. Joe and I both, sadly, <laughs> sadly, we're Mets fans. Uh, you know, we've been cursed by our fathers pretty much, uh, you know, not naming names. So, sir, I hear that you were at some festivities on Saturday. Is this correct that there was a, it was a party at Chuck E. Cheese that you were a part of? Yes, I, uh, I, 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 uh, I participated in uh, my granddaughter's uh, birthday and, it was it was um, it was quite nice. It was it was well, very heard, very I interesting. Heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard you did a terrible job throwing the football in one of their games. Is that is that correct? Did you embarrass? No, no, your I, I I got a few in. It's just that you know I was looking for my uh, couple of my my family members, but uh, I couldn't locate them. So yeah, well, you know, you that know. distracted me a little bit. You know, but, think, think, yeah, uh, other I mean, than that, I, I got I got quite a few in. You know. Uh, I had people hitting me in my arm, and I had an incident with a certain member of the family that uh, my <laughs> pants, I, I, I got to take them to the laundry because um, I got all kinds of stains on them. <laughs> oh, well, that, that, doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like something we could talk about here on Pure Gold. But listen, Angel, um, you know, I heard that you, were, you actually were dressed up as Chuck E. Cheese. Is that true? No, 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 no. I knew the guy who dressed up. I knew him. I knew him personally. A good friend of mine. Oh, I can imagine. Well, sir, we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you giving us a call. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it's always a pleasure. We thank you so much, and of course, you can always call back in anytime uh, you see fit. We're going to be on a regular scheduled program, six to seven thirty on Wednesdays. Uh, but today, we're just doing a practice run here. Uh, you know, Nelson paid us a, a lot of money to come in here and see if we could, uh, you know, oh, oh, wow. help the station. That, that, that sounds good. Yeah, of course. And of course, we'll send some your way, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, my man, you take care of yourself and keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Folks, that was Angel from Wimbledon Park. Always a pleasure having a guest, a uh, person that calls in regularly. Wait, what, what is the point? The point is we're on 1640 AM Ironbound Radio, and I am JB. This is DG. Yeah, this is, you're JB, and this is DG. Exactly. Right. I think I can speak for myself, sir. But listen, um, <laughs> we were talking with Angel about something that, that's key. I know there's a lot of Yankee fans here in the Newark area, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, hell, as Mets fans, we can't really say much considering how bad our team is. But I'm curious what the fans think. I'm curious what their take would be on it if, if they were listening to the show or if they were in the area. Do they think the Yankees are going to win? Because I can't imagine how any fan realistically thinks that the Yankees have much of a chance considering nobody's hitting considering El Capitan, Derek Jeter, is done, D-O-E-N, done for the year, as Jerome would say. What about you, sir? Uh, Yankee fans are funny, though, sir. The Yankee fans are scum, let's be honest about that. They're pretty scummy. I mean, the minute they start losing, they turn on you like in like a cheap suit, sir. Oh, of course. I mean, you got Swishalicious, that they, they want him out of here. They want, uh, who else they want? They want A-Rod out. I mean, the guy's the... One of the best players of all time. They want him out off the air. I mean, they want him off the air. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest, sir. He, he hasn't been hitting. So, if you're a Yankee fan, you can't, you can't exactly expect him uh, to to produce for you in the clutch. Yeah, you're paying him 
tons of money, way too much money. But the truth is, A-Rod is an is a A-Roid. I mean, he's not doing a good job, sir. Well, what's Joe Girardi thinking not putting him in tonight? Well, all right, let, let's be honest. With with uh, Girardi's father passing away, he's he's probably – his head may not be in. I mean, come on. You know, this guy, from everything I know, Girardi's a good Christian guy. He's a good man. Um, I respect him as a as a baseball man, but of course, as uh, if we can be nonpartisan, as it were, I do think that it's a mistake not having him in the lineup simply because he can field his position adequately. And Eduardo Nunez is a liability at short. And he hell, he's a liability at DH. I mean, he can make errors from the bench. This guy. Yeah, and uh, you know, Swisher's not playing tonight either. Swishalicious. Swishalicious. How bad was he in the outfield the other game? He sucks. And, you know, for all those people who are talking about, oh, the Mets should get Nick Swisher, yeah, really, lay off the crack, folks. Nick Swisher sucks. He, the Yankees are overpaying him $10 million bucks. The, guy, the guy's not that good, especially not in the playoffs because the playoffs, this is what the second the second year I think he's been with the Yankees, and uh, he's, made, uh, he's made quite a <laughs> – He's made quite a few uh, terrible, and I mean terrible plays. He's just not that good, and you know what? He sucks, just like uh, someone I can't mention here. You know, I gotta mention, sir, the team that doesn't suck. Oh, are, uh, are, are is your that team. all, sir? Yes. Is that all? Um, the Giants are by far the class, of not only the NFC but the NFL, sir. You talked about it last week—a statement game. The Giants laid the smackdown on your wife's favorite team. I'm sure she was crying the blues. I'm sure that was fun in your household on Sunday because they got annihilated. Let's face it. The Giants went in there. They showed that they're the Super Bowl champions. They showed that they're being disrespected. They went in and shut up Jim Harbaugh and the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. And let's face it, turnovers, turnovers were a big part of this game, sir. I mean, they, they were um, turning the ball left and right, San Fran. And I guess the only one gripe that you have, and I know you're going to mention, is the fact that the Giants just don't score a lot of touchdowns in the red zone. Well, let me get back to that in a second. I'm sure that if you were to talk to Jim Harbaugh, the coach of the 49ers, I'm sure he would say something like this. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We really? threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. <laughs> well, your opinion is correct, and I agree that sucked. If you're a Niners fan, I mean, that was embarrassing, sir. And going back to the, the point that you made, yes, I think that the fact that the Giants have problems scoring in the red zone, it's an issue. Yeah, is it nitpicking this game? Absolutely. Giants could have scored three more touchdowns or whatever. They ended up winning by 23 points. But when you look at the team, they have such problems. Once they get down to the 20 in that area – I mean, they're selling for field goals left and right in a big game. You can't have that happen. And, and let's be honest, it's why they lost to Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'm going to nitpick some more. I think, honestly, they're the best team in the NFL. The only thing you have to worry about is if you meet the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. I think they have your number, unfortunately. I, I mean, sir, in the last five years, they've only beaten them once, and they have to beat them that second time. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If they don't win, if they can't defeat the Eagles – I mean, the Giants are definitely going to be in trouble, but uh, getting back to this game, if the Giants can manage to to get the ball across the end zone, it seems like Eli's better when he's from the 40 to 50 to 30, wherever it is, throwing bombs into the end zone to Victor Cruz and a little salsa dance. Um, but when the Giants get there, they, they just they cough it up. They spit the bit, as it were. The defense showed up last, uh, last week, and uh, they just annihilated the San Francisco 49ers, a team that I thought was destined to go to the Super Bowl. And now... I'm not too sure. I mean, you have the Giants. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, the the playoffs, Jim. The playoffs. 
I'm talking about the fact that the the 49ers um, are right now not. I mean, as as good as that they've played this year, they're not as good as the Giants. And you know, they played head to head, and that's why I say that. I think the Giants are the best team in the NFL right now. They're a Super Bowl defense. Live from 16:40 a.m. Ironbound Radio in New York, New Jersey. It's Pure Gold with your host David and Joe. Thank you, Anna. Um, you were saying there. I was saying the Giants are the best, and I'm, and I'm saying that as a uh, Jeff fan, that, that the Giants are the best team out there. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. They'll just be a team that I think is going to go to the Super Bowl. I like turtles. <laughs> you know, when you look at the at the Giants team, they have so much talent. They really have the offensive firepower to hang with anyone. But speaking of offense, speaking of firepower, your Jets came alive this week, sir. Would you like to touch on that? The Jets went in and played a team that had, I'm going to be honest with you folks, they played a team with no quarterback, I mean a rookie quarterback, let's face it, Andrew Luck is going to go through some growing pains. He's going to win at home. He's going to struggle on the road, and that's what happened. The Jets' defense turned it up a notch, and they turned some. They turned the ball over a couple of times. The Jets ran up the score. They played a team that was not ready yet to win on the road, and the Jets did, did what they had to do. They're 3-3 three and three now. They go to New England, and they play a team that um, – is ready for. Uh, a, I think they're going to beat down the Jets this week. Let's face it, they um, they just lost two in Seattle, uh, 24-23, and I think that you know they're going to come home. They're going to be pissed, and they're going to play the Jets, a team that their rival. They're just going to put a whooping on them. As they say, sir, better to be pissed off than to be pissed on. Right. But I think that the Jets showed that they're going to the Super Bowl this week. I think the Jets showed they have the talent to beat anyone. I think that oh, I don't want the Giants. I'm sorry, wrong team. Uh, I think the Jets suck, and I think their fans are are you know that I feel bad for them. I feel if it wasn't for the fact that you're a Celtics fan, I'd feel terrible for you because you're a Mets fan, suffering scum all your life. Then you're a Jets fan. You've never seen a Super Bowl, of course, because you're not that old. And then high five. Jets and yeah, the Jets are flying away, away, far away. But. You know, other than that, sir, you, you know, you have your Celtics titles, that's it. Basically, you're just a, a loser, as it were. And for you, if you weren't a Giants fan, you'd be a loser, too. You're right, but that's why I'm a Giants fan, because I can't have two terrible, disgusting losing teams. I just can't take it. I mean, the Knicks are bad enough, but the Knicks are not, uh, you know, I haven't been a lifelong hard Knicks fan. I just, you know, whatever, I root for them. They have the same color uniforms as the Mets, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> the Knicks suck. Let's take a break, and uh, let's talk some wrestling when we get back. Yes, folks, we'll be right back here on Pure Gold. Hey, this is Ana Rodriguez, Miss Texas USA 2011, and I want you to check out Pure Gold Radio at puregoldpg.com. You can listen in to their show every week with David and Joe. They are simply pure gold. This is Dick Grayson, better known as Robin or Nightwing. And when I'm not fighting crime with or without Batman in Gotham City... I'm listening to Pure Gold. This is Josh Eisenberg from ChairShot Reality on WrestleZone.com. Tune in each week to Pure Gold Radio with Dave and Joe as they talk about professional wrestling, music, movies, whatever's on your mind, they'll get to it. Pure Gold Radio, Dave and Joe, the best out there, laying the smack down each week. That's Pure Gold Radio. And folks, we are back. Here on Pure Gold, woo! Got to make some noise. Wake up Nelson over there. Looks like he's falling asleep. But uh, thanks to Josh Eisenberg for that clip. Sir, big wrestling stuff going on this this past weekend and the weekend coming up. Talk about it, sir. Break it down, DX style. Well, the biggest pay-per-view of the TNA car, uh, the TNA organization was this past And that's all the time we have tonight. 
Is that it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just wondering. Never know when you guys are kidding me. Uh, this past Sunday was the biggest pay-per-view of the year for two. Joe in Wallington. What's up, Joe? Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Uh, so the biggest pay-per-view was Bound for Glory. Let's face it. So you're saying it's the biggest pay-per-view? It's their biggest pay-per-view. And, uh... Is it their... <laughs> Is it their WrestleMania? Would you equate it? Is it on the same scale as WrestleMania? It's there? basically their WrestleMania. They did it, what, in St. Louis this past Sunday? And it was a card that uh, I guess underperformed as most pay-per-views do. Well, from what I read, sir, of course we didn't watch the pay-per-view. But from what I read, it was it actually could have been the pay-per-view of the year, match of the year, et cetera, et cetera. And it looks like our producer has decided to disabandon shit here. Like, that's it. <laughs> Woo! But when you, look at the, when you look at the card, I mean, hell... Let's take Austin Aries, for example, the main event. Let's go straight to that. What do you think about the fact that Aries, who is a hell of a performer, as you and I have talked about off the air, sir, he had the title for a little bit over three months. Why give it back to Jeff Hardy? I mean, I guess they have that old-school wrestling mentality. It's it's their WrestleMania, so reset all the storylines, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, for years, most guys never walked out of WrestleMania as the champ. But give me your thoughts on that. Was it too soon? Is Jeff Hardy the right guy to carry TNA right now? I don't think so, but uh, who am I to judge? I mean, Vince and, and whoever, um, not Vince Russo. Is it Vince Russo still? No, Vince Russo was fired a long time ago. Yeah, okay, so it wasn't Vince. But uh, the creative team there, I, I don't know. I mean, Jeff Hardy, uh, how many chances can you give this guy? He's, he's messed up so many different times. Um, I just think that it was the wrong thing to do to somebody like Austin Aries. Um, but going back before that, I just thought that him taking the title off of Bobby Roode was a mistake as well. So, I, I mean, uh, I sound like a negative Nelly, sir. I don't agree with any booking these days. And, and the fact that uh, Austin Aries was dropped the title to Jeff Hardy uh, at a Bound for Glory, I mean, the whole Bound for Glory thing, let's face it, makes no sense. No, you're right. And, and see, that's where you and I, as we usually do, I totally agree with you. Because you have this whole thing set up for the Bound for Glory series. You have this whole scum bucket, chum bucket, whatever you want to call it. These guys wrestle for months, what seems like months on end, six months. How long is the series? Is it six months? It's about six months. And these guys, you know, you have all these other pay-per-views that are happening at the same time. Guys are getting title shots left and right. Hell, the title switched in between the Bound for Glory series. So how important is it? It's ridiculous. You want to do it? You want to do a Bound for Glory tournament? Fine. Do the pay-per-view before, King of the Ring style. Fans love tournaments. Am I right, sir? Oh, I love tournaments, sir. Are you telling me if you get, like, a 20-man title tournament main eventing the pay-per-view before Bound for Glory, um, that's not going to generate some excitement, some buzz, and then that guy gets a title shot? You have your, your champion defended that night, so your top two guys, let's say they're not in, but then the other guys, you want to have them in there, bam, they get a, they get a title shot at, at – um, you know, the the, pay, the next pay-per-view, which would be Bound for Glory. And even if you want to stretch it out, have every week where you have qualifying matches for the tournament and then the actual, you know, huge 16, 20-man tournament at the pay-per-view, sir. Do the whole thing in one night. Do the whole thing in one night. I totally agree with you. That's why I love the King Ring back way back when when they did it old school. So that you had the main event. You had Austin Aries dropping the title to Jeff Hardy, whatever. But the match of the night, from what I read, because I didn't watch the pay-per-view, I didn't buy it. Of course you didn't, but you're talking about it as if you did. Yeah, was Bobby Roode and um, Lance Storm. Yeah, I think you mean James Storm, sir. James Storm, that's what I meant. Whatever, it's the same thing. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, that that I heard was the match of the night, uh, probably the match of the year. Uh, those two guys, know how, they know how to wrestle together, they know how to put a good program together. I I really like Bobby Roode. I think he's the new face of the TNA, and uh, I think that he can Of the TNA? Of the TNA. I think he carried that organization... Uh, He's just up and coming. He's a great wrestler, great on the mic. I, I think he's got the complete package. Uh, followed by a farce, I guess. You had Aces and Eight against Sting and, and Bully Ray. 
and uh, you know the leader of Aces and Eight was revealed uh, to be Devon. I mean, Devon, are you serious? Uh, not Bischoff, not Jeff Jarrett. What the hell are you? You know, what are you smoking? Smoking the crack pipe? The Woody Johnson crack pipe? Wow, that is extremely loud. I, I, these are good headphones because I think. I think I'm deaf now in both ears. I can't really tell, though, because I can't hear myself right now. Come on, sir. Tell me what you think about Aces and Eight. Honestly. you got to stop screaming, man. This is not your, your kitchen table. Come on. First you tell me I have no emotions. Then Nelson tell me you got the mono. Go to hell. You go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. Yeah, you are kind of monotone. Yeah, you're showing emotion, but I'm your partner here. I'm your tag team partner, your co-host. I need to be able to hear myself when I leave here, sir. I don't give a rat's peep about how you hear. This is Pure Gold, the best show on 1640 AM. I am Well, there's no doubt, sir. No doubt. At all, that this is the best show that this station has ever produced. This is the best show the station will produce. This is the money maker, and it's all about the money. This is a fake show, and it's getting more ratings than any other show on the program. <laughs> well, that's probably going to be our last show. I'm not coming because nothing is next door. They're going to fire us. <laughs> nothing is next door. Look cutting the blocks. He's got the contracts ready, and he's burning them up right now. <laughs>
wipe that stupid smirk off your face because you know what? The Yankees don't want you anymore. They use you, they abuse you, and then they throw you out. Phil Hughes, you're going to throw a junk game tonight. <laughs> Berlander's going to strike you all out. Yankee fans, you stink. Well, you're basically blaming the Yankee fans for the fact that the ownership overpaid for Alex Rodriguez? Yes. So you think they all stink? Yes. Eh, that's fine. With, I mean, I don't agree, <laughs> but hey, whatever. That's your segment. And, folks, that is all the time that we have for the show this evening. Um, I got to cut my partner off before he really, you know, we lose this uh, this comment. A-Rod only chokes in October, apparently, is what Nelson is telling us here, slipping us slipping us uh, notes and things of that nature. Um, yes. But, folks, we hope you tune in every Wednesday, 6 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on 1640 AM, Ironbound, Ironbound Radio. Radio. Shut up. Sorry. In Newark, New Jersey, for Joe Bacino, my Thank co-host, you. shut up. For jo- Can you cut his microphone, please? For Joe Bacino, this is David Gomez. For all the crew here behind the scenes at Pure Gold, tune in next week. It's been a pleasure. Of course, we're going to be on the air tomorrow on our regular scheduled 6 to 7 p.m. program. Check us out, puregoldpg.com. Good night, everyone.